Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your I'm host, Doug, Doug Coleman, Coleman and, I'm- and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, <laughs> Brennan McCullough and Mark Choi, and we have some special guests. We have Tracy from... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We have Tracy from Out Loud, and we have Whitney Nelson from Historical Hotties. I'm sorry, my my screen was loading, and I'm I'm just a terrible host (laughs) right off the bat. How are you, newcomers? I don't really care about Brandon Mark. (laughs) Wow! All right, Mark, let's just go fuck off and start our own podcast. Doug, I've always said I liked your style, man, but I'm starting to think uh, maybe I was wrong. Well, you were doing some Hollywood handbook shit where we're saying the intro at the same time and you're throwing me off. I don't know what the hell that was all about. Yeah, I'm a goofy kid. Yeah. Um, But how are you individually, Tracy and Whitney? I'm not sure who wants to start. You start, Tracy. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm great. Um, I'm very <laughs> excited to be participating in this. So I was glad for the call. Absolutely. Um, so, and you have a podcast called Paper News Out Loud. Sorry, I stumbled over that. And it's kind of interesting. You have like this alter ego, Diane Weathersby. Do you want to give a little pitch on your podcast? And then we'll go into Whitney's podcast as well. Yeah. So um, I do it with my best friend and she's called Florence on the show. And it's just kind of a goofy little um, podcast. We do a headline story every week that we make comments on, and then it kind of spirals from there. We make up some things. We give advice to um, a made-up person with using a WikiHow article, and it gets weird every single time. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, our show is known to get weird. Perfect. <laughs> no, that never happens here. Let's bring up the picture of right. Thomas Sanghedrin getting sodomized. No, Brent, not this early on the podcast. We can't scare them away. Um, if Whitney, they, if they don't know what they're getting into before they got into <laughs> that's it, that's on them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's never too early for sodomy. Come on, guys. Oh, really. Gosh. Uh, you're a natural here. So yeah, uh, <laughs> let's hear about your show, Historical Hotties. Yeah, Historical Hotties. So it started when uh, I used to make fun of my sister all the time for only having crushes on people who were fictional or dead. And that kind of spun out into us joking about how, you know, people think that history is super dry and boring, and it actually can be really goofy and silly and fun. So we take different categories of historical figures, and then we each pick different people in that category, like horror writers was one of them, or monarchs. And then everyone picks someone that they think is hot in that category. And then we do like a sort of a debate club where we rank them in different facets of mental attractiveness physical attractiveness, social impact, and our fourth category is what we call je ne sais quoi. And then whoever has the (laughs) highest score, once we've tallied up all of the points for all of the different categories, that person is crowned the winner of that category. So That's pretty interesting. And I'm just curious as like a new listener, do you ever intend on having like a battle of the hotties? That's so funny. Yes. Of the hot, basically. (laughs) Yeah. So the year anniversary episode, instead of the hottest of the hot, what we're actually thinking, we still haven't decided yet. We're either going to do hottest of the hot or like a second chance for the underdogs. Like all of the people who've lost, one of them gets a second chance to be a hottie. The sloppy seconds. That's pretty cool. Oh, no, wait. Have you guys... <laughs> that doesn't apply. Have you guys... Have, has anyone ever nominated Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> no, not yet. Jesus. All right, I gotta ask, though. I saw on your uh, website through, like, the old episodes, you had one with David Bowie as a contestant. Uh-huh. How is that even a contest? It's, it's always not. Bowie. It's not. This is actually... It was it's our first episode, and it is Bowie. still our most He's controversial. Glam. 
He's glam. It's the most controversial because I knew my sister was going to pick David Bowie, and I actually introduced her to David Bowie, so I feel very slighted about this, but I knew she was going to pick him, and I knew there was no way to win against him, so I picked Lou Reed, who was Ooh. the reason David Bowie got into music, Satellite and I kind of... I kind of tried to, like, sabotage her pick by saying David Bowie wouldn't be making music without Lou Reed. And then, to be honest, guys, I lowballed David Bowie in the scores on purpose to give Lou Reed a fighting chance. Well, David Bowie Lou still Reed won, fan. though. So, Oh, okay. I understand as somebody, like, giving out points and stuff in games and, like... Uh, oh, you understand rigging the system rigging in your stuff. favor? Yeah, no, man, it's gamesmanship. Hmm. I'm going to oh, give myself a fighting chance. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't mind being underhanded at doing it. Fair enough. Um... So let's also talk about your uh, video game backgrounds. Obviously, this is a video game podcast. That's our tagline because a lot of people don't believe us. But we do talk about <laughs> video games. Um, Sometimes. Let's hear about um, Tracy. What kind of what games did you first start playing? What are you playing these days? How, how would you rate? Like, are you more into like RPGs? That kind of stuff. Okay, so I would say I am more into RPGs. Um, but growing up, the only video game we really had was an old Super Nintendo Entertainment System or Nintendo Entertainment System, and um, so we played, like, Super Mario 3 and the first Super Mario and Duck Hunt, and that's pretty much all we had. Um, And then in middle school, I got a Game Boy SP, which was one of the greatest things I've ever had. And (laughs) Yes, the backlight. Yeah, it was fantastic. (laughs) And I had Pokemon Sapphire, Harvest Moon, More Friends of Mineral Town, which is still one of my favorite games of all time. Um, Harry Potter, of course. And then I went through that phase in high school where I'm like, oh, no, I'm too, I'm too cool for this. That's not what I should be doing. So I didn't play any games, really. And then in college, I finally got a PlayStation 3, played The Last of Us, and that was, like, one of the first console games I've ever played. And it took me, like, did two- you Go ahead. Did you, cry- did you cry in the intro? Oh, yes. And the ending. Okay. See, the- see, here's, here's the where we'll time. get interesting right off the bat. Because Doug is notorious for hating that game. And he's the only person on the planet that does. No, no, I'm not. Okay, okay this is my defense. Right. I'm sorry. I have this to is a great. This I is, didn't know this. No, 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 I'm always the bad guy on this podcast, so I wanted Doug to look bad for <laughs> I know, once. and he's throwing me under the bus. What an opportunity. Yep. Um, but please continue. I'm sorry. Um, no, yeah, so it took me like two months to get through it because I'm very putsy when I play video games, and lately I've been playing Skyrim again on the PS4, and I've gotten really into cooking, which has been a lot of fun. In Skyrim. In, in Skyrim or yeah, real life? No, in Skyrim, yeah. <laughs> I just got a subscription to Blue Apron. <laughs> My Skyrim character eats way better than I do, ever. Yeah, your Skyrim character eats better than me, too. <laughs> That's the thing, food and video I just games. Ate, like... I just ate 18 mini tacos with hot sauce. <laughs> That's oh, not Jesus. an exaggeration, Yikes. knowing Mark. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Um, but the food in Final Fantasy XV really had me like drooling. So I know what you mean. It's it's pretty enticing. Um, how about you, Whitney? What kind of games did you start playing like growing up? And what are you currently playing? Are you PS, Xbox, Nintendo? I have all, all of the above. above. I have yeah, one. Of, I have one of everything. Oh my God, I'm impressed. That's awesome. 
Well, the so trifecta. it's it's yeah, it's because I did not have a gaming console until the N64. And of course, the same same thing with you. Like I had basically every N64 game and I am obsessed with them and they're very formative for me. You bring up GoldenEye and I start to get all like teary-eyed. And then I didn't have a console again through all of high school and college. And actually, it wasn't up until a few years ago. I got into PC gaming in that time, but I didn't have a console for most of my life, actually. So when it became fiscally possible to uh, have consoles, I was like, well, we're getting one of everything. So Xbox, PlayStation 4, Switch, got them all. Nice. That's that's awesome. Which which would you say is your favorite if you had to pick? Um, I honestly I really don't know. I like because N64 was like my seminal console. I I have a big love for Nintendo, but I don't necessarily think they're always the the best games story-wise. Like they play they make fun games, but I'm really into like what video games do, can do to tell stories. Um Absolutely. and I feel like that's kind of equally divided between PlayStation and Xbox. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of kind of mixed on it. But my actual real gamer cred was when I was 16 to when I was 19. I put literally three years, probably, I don't even remember how many hours the final tally was anymore, but I put um, most of my life into a mud. Uh, and I don't know <laughs> if you guys know what a mud is, but uh, it's... It's old school games. Like, isn't that, what's it stand for again? Multi-user dungeon? Multi-user or, dungeon. Or... It's kind of like World of Warcraft without any pictures. It's all text-based. Oh. So it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but there's no dungeon master. It's all areas that, like, have monsters that spawn and that sort of thing. But it's all text. There's no images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've never heard them called mud hmm. before. But, yeah. yeah. So that was, like, my first real gaming experience. Because that, you didn't play that unless you were a gamer. So... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hardcore. That's awesome. I haven't played too many text-based adventures, but I remember that even the earlier Elder Scrolls and Fallout games were pretty yep. primitive in that regard. Let's see. Mark, we haven't heard from you in quite a while. What have you been up to and what hmm. games have you been All right. playing? Been up to like outside of video games cuz I can I can go down that path for a little bit. Yeah. No, that's one hell of a hey, trouble. Come on. <laughs> it's all it's all all right. All right. We're cool here. All right. No, we're not. We have a podcast. That's definitively not cool. Look, man. Hey, man. Oh, damn it. All right. I'll start with video games, and then while I'm talking about video games, I'll try and remember what I've been doing with my life. All right. (laughs) So let's start. Uh, wow. Holy crap! It's been a long time. Um. Yeah, it has. Let me go down the list here. I've started Dark Souls three. Gotten further in that. Doom. On the PC, nice. I've about have about an hour into that. The Order eighteen eighty six. I have about a few hours into that. Let me see what else. Overwatch have a way <laughs> too many hours into that. I got way too <laughs> hard into that, and that's probably gonna stay pretty consistent because it's just it's just such a good game, guys. Like I know you, I know everyone on here thinks that I'm crazy and that I should probably <laughs> just. I don't. Especially the two people okay. we just met. <laughs> How would we yeah. assume this, Mark? No, I just I, I wanted you to be like, yeah, Mark, you're crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, you're too edgy for this podcast. And Bren is like known to play Overwatch. Oh like, uh, yeah, he has like twenty thousand times more hours than me. But yeah, maybe no, over five hundred. A ton of Overwatch. No, and uh, Mark- is it too late to get into that game? I'm sorry. I just no, it's like not not part. at all. No, not okay. not at all. 
You can. You're well. You're welcome. You'll be welcome with open arms, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's right. Blizzard's strongest suit. Actually, is that all of their games like. You may be 15 years too late on World of Warcraft, but you can still start now. Like, it's true. never too late. It's Very always true. easy to ramp up into it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of other issues with Blizzard, but that's not one of them. Literally every game I play, I am late to the game by, like, five to ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, there's a couple of that I'm guilty of as well. Yeah. Like many other addicting substances, it's never too late to get into them. Oh, like right. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And it's so much cheaper when you can buy them pre-owned at GameStop when they've been there for like 10 years. That's true. That, that's always nice. <laughs> well, I remember yeah. Overwatch, if you got it from the Blizzard website when it launched, it was 40 bucks for at least for PC. So that was a hell of a deal for a you know massive game like it is. Right. Yeah. Um, how, what did you think of Doom, though, Mark? Is it like, how much did you get it for and uh what are your thoughts thus far i mean you said only an hour yeah so i got it for very cheap i got it on the winter sale i think i think i paid like 12 dollars or something crazy like that like 12.99 it was like it was under 20 bucks i know that for sure it's a good deal it's been really really cool uh it's it's difficult even like the normal setting is actually it's uh, you you'll die pretty easily which i'm a fan of (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much that's like, no, I, I just I I feel like most games are just so on rails nowadays. Like it's so hard to lose. It really yeah. is. No, yeah, I understand that. It's it's definitely. I mean, that's kind of why Dark Souls was such a big hit in Demon Souls because it was mm-hmm. so challenging and people liked finding different ways. And I just saw a clip of a guy one shotting the final boss in Dark Souls Three the other day. So like, they like the challenge and they like breaking the system to beat it as many ways possible. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing that actually got me into Dark Souls three, so I'm 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 playing Bloodborne also at the same time. Jeez. Shit, uh, I gotta play them with you, dude. I'll, I'll like somehow sync up with you. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, we can help each other out. Um, so oh, I was sweet. at I was we we're helping my buddy fix his car. Uh, his he broke off the hose uh that holds like all his radiator fluid and it poured all over his driveway. Nice. So nice. So we we went over and we fixed that and we fixed a bunch of other stuff broken with his car, and then we decided to just hang out and play Bloodborne and Dark Souls three in his basement. And every time you died, we would like pass the controller, and we were playing. We, he installed Dark Souls three. I had actually never played it at that point, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so fun! Like this this really brings back a lot of great memories." So I went ahead and, and well, actually, no, I didn't buy it. Luckily. We have this thing called uh, Steam Steam uh, Secret Santa, and nice. we have all of our friends. We buy each other like random gifts under twenty bucks, and I got Dark Souls three, so I installed it and I started playing it, and it's been fantastic. Other than that, I've also uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, I broke my front tooth too. That's probably what I'm <laughs> oh, talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a fun game. That's yeah, weird. you always throw in the most random shit. How did that happen, and what do you do in that scenario? Um, so I was I was jumping around with my dog, and <laughs> I was playing as you do. Yeah, and I got excited, and I jumped on the couch, and I landed on my knees, and he, with him, like in my lap, and my phone was in my hand, and it has a really thick like battery charging case on it, and my face went into my phone. My God! So if it sounds like I'm talking in a in a if it sounds like I have like extra large braces on, it's because <laughs> I have this weird thing on my tooth right now. 
That so, sucks, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, man, no. Did, is your phone okay? Did you like... Oh, the phone. The phone's... The f- case is... A, it's a good case. You should buy that case. <laughs> it's a very solid case. You should get that case. case for your tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay, oh, fun. oh, oh, oh. Life is strange. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm Before actually the storm. playing it too now. I just started it up last night and I'm what like... What are you playing after... it to? You already beat Wait, it. Didn't no, you already is... do the spoiler episode? Yes, no. Oh, wait. Um, I'm sorry. You're talking about Before the Storm. I'm talking about the yes. original Life is Strange. I, oh, I've played Before the Storm. I'm I've like, replayed that replay like seven times. Dude, it's <laughs> like so point. fresh to me now. Oh my god, I just reinstalled every episode and I'm like hype as fuck. And it's crazy after playing Before the Storm. It's, oh, it's making so good. all the stuff so like, I don't know, all the like posters for Rachel Amber. It's like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. No, it, I, I know we already did a whole episode on it, but I just wanted to say that was probably one of the best prequel games of any series I've ever played. Absolutely. It was absolutely fantastic. Phenomenal. I say p- 9 out of 10. Easy. Yeah, I got the vinyl soundtrack pre-ordered, and it comes with, like, a bonus edition of the, like, physical copy of the PS4 game. I'm Oh, like, I'm hell yeah, dude. Strange. Hell yes. Meh. Um, speaking of the Meh. buzzkill, uh, what have you been playing, Brent? Oh, I'm the buzzkill now? Cool, uh, well, uh, Life is strange, for sure, and yeah. I didn't think it's as good as you guys did. That's all. That's fair. Also, they paint Rachel Amber in a much better picture in the prequel than she is in the actual game. Because she comes and off... Wait. If you think about what she did in the actual game, and then you play Before the Storm, she comes off as a real bitch. She's not really talked about as much as you'd think. For she as hooks much- up with Frank at some point, and then they make it up like this tragic love story between her and Chloe and Before the Storm. At yeah, some but point, you learn. Chloe. Yeah, but you learn that Frank's a really good guy. But no, he isn't. Okay, we can't go down this road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's gonna happen right. another episode. Yep. Um, I'm the same shit as always. Uh, Overwatch, Enter the Gungeon, and longingly looking at Steam, like at games I know I can't have, like uh, Celeste and Iconoclast just came out, and they're both two uh two D side scrolling like indie games. They both look amazing and are getting really good reviews. And then Monster Hunter World and Dragon Ball Z Fighter both came out the same day. Neither of which I can play yet, and it's just fucking cruel. So yeah, I'm watching a lot of streams. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, it's Fighter Z, and didn't that have yeah. a lot of trouble in the beta? And I'm curious how it's uh what the reviews are like now that it's out. I mean, they got like fine-tuned it, of course. Yeah, I'm not surprised if they had like any trouble with it, especially online matchmaking. That's always a fucking crapshoot for any game. But I've heard, you know, good things about it. It's the Guilty Gear guys, so like they know fighting games. Like it's a good system they have running for it, so it definitely runs well. But yeah, it's probably like the online functionality is probably a bit buggy. I overheard somebody. I can't remember whether it was a podcast or what, but they said something about if you play the story mode in that game. There's little Easter eggs of, like, scenarios that don't necessarily happen in the show, because I guess all the Dragon Ball Z games have some kind of story, and it's just the same thing over and over again, so I guess this one, more or less, are trying to add some kind of new element to it, so that's neat, I guess. It's probably for the fans to just, like, find a couple little things here and there, nothing, like, crazy. I mean, the stories are always half-assed, they're forced into whatever, you know, timeline they want, whether it's the Cell Saga or Freeze or wherever, or usually it's some sort of time travel mechanic to explain it all. Um, but as far as I can tell, the newest one with this is it's Android 21 is a new character. And oh, cool. Like, the other androids were made out of the materials, out of, like, the best fighters. Or no, Cell was made out of the materials of the best fighters and absorbed the other androids. Android 21 is made out of the material of, like, the Majins, like Majin Buu. 
So she's like half android, half Majin Buu. So I don't know. The story's tough. always story's always kind of bullshit because Dragon Ball Z story's always bullshit. It's it's awful writing, but it's just a great fun game. So I'm looking forward to getting my ass kicked in that. Wait, what side scrollers did you say you you want but you can't have? I can't have I I could have them. I just have too many games already. But uh, Cel- uh Celeste or Celestine, I don't know how it's pronounced. And oh, Iconoclast. Okay. Okay. They, bo- I, they both came out like this week, and they both look really good. Cool, cool. Yeah. And awesome. yeah, Overwatch and Enter the Gungeon. Which, like Mark said, a friend of mine bought me in that Steam Secret Santa, because he's a fucking enabler and likes watching me struggle in roguelites, because he knows I can't stop playing them. Dick. That's fair. Um, Alright, well, I'm thinking since we did a little bit of talking about games, uh, I want to see how you guys do at this conversation game. Let's play a game of game or no game. So we're playing game or no game. Um, got some interesting ones for you. Let me know what you think of this. Trash Squad. <laughs> oh, you mean this <laughs> podcast? Ha <laughs> 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 hey. hey, got him. Uh, I'm going to say You're no. You're insulting yourself, though, too. Um, I'm aware. I, I also I say no. I vote no. I'll just say yes because everyone said no. Right. Like, I would like to say no because it sounds like it'd be a terrible game, but I feel like it's something that could actually exist. So I'm going to say yes. It's a yes, and it came oh! And you can find it on Steam. Uh, that's wow. a thing, people. Uh, very good. So, yeah, I'm going to give a point to Tracy and Mark. Uh, let's go with what do you think of a game called Kung Fu Kangaroo 2? That's uh, no, I'm gonna say no. Fucking best no. right there. Um, yes. Uh, I'm gonna vote no. I'm voting no on this one. Everyone's against me. I see how it is. <laughs> it's a no, and they're saying. <laughs> I was proud of that one, I, but the thing is, I was thinking the two is gonna throw them off because I don't know. But anyway, it wasn't the two. Well, that would imply that there's Kung Fu Kangaroo One. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and then it's funny because I was Googling. I'm like, let me make sure this isn't actually a game. And all that came up was this 97 movie or a movie from 1997 uh, called Warriors of Virtue. And yes! I, you have got to see this weird shit with these like I, kangaroo <laughs> ninja warriors. Uh, I'm gonna you don't have to say I got to see it. I had the fucking action figures of that movie. That movie is awful. It. And I had a that bunch might- of the toys. Just have to be our episode image. Um, it's yeah, never-ending so- story plus Power Rangers, but instead of Rangers, they're all kangaroos. It's terrible. Oh, I just saw the picture. I think I've seen this movie. I know yeah. it's like scratching an itch in my memories, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Kangaroo Power Rangers. It's pretty. It's fucking so cool. bad. Yeah, it's so fucking kangaroo bad. Kangaroo Two. Not a game. Sorry, people. Uh, what do you think of a game called Internet Island? Is that just VR chat? <laughs> uh, so what'd you do? 
Did one yes and one no so far? Oh, go with don't a- keep track of a pattern. <laughs> what is going on here? You're very formulaic. Uh, I'm going to go yes. Yeah, I'll just say yeah. I think it's a yes, too. I don't know why. It's it's We're- just stupid enough to be real. <laughs> That's the thing with this whole game. You never know. <laughs> okay, I'll say no since everyone else said yes. And also... Oh! Uh, you're, no, it's a good thing you said no, because you're the only one who got it right. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Internet Island, if only. I, but I could understand why that would be confusing. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of Ancient Future? <laughs> I would play that. Ancient Future, bro. <laughs> I would also play that, I think. In Canada, it's known as pre-post. <laughs> or it would be post-pre. Is someone going to laugh at that in Canada? I hope not. They won't have it here. Do we have a lot of Canadian audience? Um, I'll have to I really hope not. Canadian we, viewers. We've listeners. taken a lot of shots at Canada. <laughs> so like a surprising uh, amount. Yeah, I'm going to say yes for, the, for Canada's sake. For Canada's I'll sake. I'll say no. I'm going to say yes. I'll say no. It's a yes, and oh, I have a little shit. bit of info about this game. Oh. And, and you guys said you would play it. I would, too. It actually looks pretty cool. It's this fast-paced multiplayer brawler set in a pixelated cyberpunk dystopia. So kind of like a bunch of buzzwords there, but I don't know. Go check it out. Ancient Future. It's just pixelated. You get to like pick your character. Like You, you have different classes and weapons, and I don't know. It looks like a very fun local multiplayer game. I, I think it's local. I'm not sure if there's like an online aspect to it. But, uh, yeah, it's cheap and on Steam, so Ancient Future. Looks fun. Nice! Do you have it, Doug? got a it, couple Doug? more for you guys. What? Do you own that game? No, I do not. I, I think that actually came out recently as well. Do you think if I bought that game, Can people would have be more friends? Do you think I have more friends <laughs> if I bought that game? <laughs> Why are you trying that sentence again there, Mark? I'm not sure. <laughs> God damn it, Mark. Um, <laughs> let me see. What do you guys think of a game wait, called? Wait, Ancient Future's got one review, and it says, This game is like porn. You'd expect a story, but it doesn't really matter. Jesus Christ, that's terrible. I, I mean, it's five bucks. Um, do you think there's a game called Bling Bling Beatdown? <laughs> yes. I can, yeah, I can see that happening, unfortunately. I mean, I can definitely see it happening, but I think I'm going to vote no on that one. Almost like a Facebook game, I could see that being a Facebook game. Right. Like someone requesting yeah, something. I'm saying no. I'm saying no on that one. I'm going to say yes, because Tracy's winning in points, and I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a strategy, bro. Uh, Taking someone down with me. It's a no, and uh, I even feel bad for making up sorry. that one. It sounded funny. Uh, but no, and I could definitely <laughs> see that being a thing, too. There's all sorts of freaking ridiculous games out there. All right, I only got a couple more for us before we wrap this up. Um, what do you think of a game called... Defend the Highlands World Tour. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say also say no, because now Mark's winning. <laughs> oh, at least someone's keeping track. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes on this one. Because <laughs> I said no. Yep, there it is. <laughs> It's a yes, and it came out. What? Of- <laughs> That's a game. It always works. This is 
That's a game? <laughs> Yo, look this one up. I'm not even kidding. Uh, you know, listener, when we play Game or No Game, there's always Whoa. like one diamond in the rough that's like absolute trash. And like, this is it. You have to. Like, in a world of growing xenophobia, Scotsmen living abroad fear for their right to practice their culture. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no, it's my unbelievably God. bad. And the name, the main character's name is Alfredo. And I think I saw Al, like Abe Lincoln shooting a gun in there. Like, and there's like naked dudes running around. It's very bizarre. It's like the most meme bizarre, kind of weird-ass game. Uh, the main character does look hilarious. But yeah, Defend the Highlands World Tour, not something you should actually look into uh, to play, but something you should look into to just laugh at and move on. Um, <laughs> well, it was developed by Kilted Camel, which is clearly a one-trick pony name, since it's tied in with their initial game. So, God knows they can't make anything else. Yep, so that's a thing. Uh, fooled you guys there. Um. Last one, what do you guys, or actually I got two more. What do you think of Telekinetic Plunger in Too Deep? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'm going to vote no on that one too. I'm going to say yes, because I'm difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a no. Uh, so Brent's just on a roll for getting him wrong. But no, that one is uh, obviously terribly made up, and I'm sorry for that. And I Googled it just to make sure. And what came Just up to was, make sure, yeah, and what came up, in case Tim Schafer made it. <laughs> and what came up was another '90s movies from '99: uh, LL Cool J and Omar Epps in *In Too Deep*. But ah. uh, last one: Do you think there's a game called *The Legacy of Banana Dreamland*? Oh God, I want that to be a yes so bad. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna vote yes on that one too. I think that one's real. Hmm. Mark and Brent. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Well, shit, someone's winning tonight, and it's definitely not me. Uh, I'm gonna also vote yes. Wait, no. I don't know, I'm the only one that's- I mean, hold on, hold on. I don't know. Mark! (laughs) Alright, I'm saying no, I'm saying no. I'm sticking with my initial guess, I'm saying no. No. Yep, it's a no, and I'm sorry, (laughs) because we're gonna have to develop, because it sounds too good to be true, and it was. But that's how we play Game or No Game. Oh man, these scores are fucking awful. It's Mark's with six, Mark with six, Tracy and Whitney with five, and me with jack shit. Oh my god! Oh, well I done, got Brent. everyone wrong. There we go. Um, so let's do maybe a couple of newsy topics, and then maybe we can wrap things up. Uh, one thing I wanted to get your opinions on though was the Nintendo Labo. Um, have you guys seen this in the news? No, mm-hmm. I haven't. Okay, well then we can kind of give you a little uh, idea of what's going on. What are your thoughts on it, Whitney? And maybe give it a little pitch so Tracy knows. Um, so it is, it's kind of hard for me to describe. They they show it very well in the in the like commercial for it, but basically they give you cardboard printables that you use to piece together like um like Legos or something. But each piece does something different, and you create different like accoutrement to go with your Nintendo Switch. So it's like for a motorcycle game, you can build like handlebars 
the piece de resistance, in my opinion, was the like robot suit that you put on, and it kind of makes it like real low rent, like VR. Yeah, he had like a backpack and like yeah, and like and and like his arms and his legs like reacted to in the game to what his hands and his legs in the like robot suit did. Um, But it's all cardboard, so you can like you build it yourself. You can like color it yourself, and it's a little bit of engineering in with like very basic simple seeming switch games and i think it's genius i think it's genius on nintendo's behalf because that is the cheapest way to make money that i have ever seen so <laughs> is it kind of like lego like lego dimensions which i've also not played but more it's on your body well it's more like all those like plastic add-on accessories for the wii like all oh, the little mm-hmm. cheap like the steering stuff. wheel and stuff yeah yeah, but it's all made of cardboard. So So even cheaper come... knockoff stuff. Yeah, even cheaper, yeah. So I I don't know if the devices, like the cardboard comes with the game, or if you just have to buy the devices you separately, f- like, like the cardboard separately. Forage your own cardboard. So to my knowledge, I think there's a different little like mini game for each piece. Like the cardboard the robot is its own set, of course. Yeah. Um, but from what it seems to be is every other thing that they show in the commercial is one big set. And I think it comes with all of the little games, like download codes for all of the games that go with the little things in it. Okay. okay. That makes yeah. sense. That's what I've read. I know there's like a bundle of all the smaller ones together. And then, yeah, the bigger ones, like the robots, obviously by itself. And I think yeah. that's like $80. Okay. And then everything smaller is going to be like 20 or you can get that bundle, which will you know, be cheaper than buying them all individually. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah. The the only thing that I'm like curious about is like the price point. I mean, as we're talking about a uh, cardboard, I mean, it's very advanced stuff though, but like, I think I saw like one of the kits is like going for $60. I'm just curious how many people are actually going to be buying this. I think it is more or less for the younger audience. I'm not sure how many adults are going to be doing this, but either way, I, I do think it's very interesting and a quite a uh, cool way to, get more interactivity out of the switch and it just kind of opens a new door that w- wasn't really like explored before i i admire nintendo in that regard but instead of exploring new options they need to figure out get netflix on the switch and also let have a competent communication system with your friends and stuff Mm-hmm. agreed agreed but i do think it's a, a brilliant use of technology they already have like all of the the motion controls and all of that they're not doing they're not developing anything new for it they're just giving people a new way to use what already exists which is from like a marketing and and company perspective is genius and i also think it's it's fun from the like kids side because very few kids are going to get like a you know virtual reality set in their home i mean it'll happen but not nearly as many and i feel like this is sort of like an entry point into that like it makes it more interactive and more physical for kids but like doesn't have to be a full like vr set yeah right. i, I would completely agree with that because it's interesting to see at least with the robot one you have advisor which is where one of the joy cons goes so it can see where you're looking at and mm-hmm. then the other one is just plugged into the backpack somewhere so it's yeah everything about the suit is all tied to the backpack and then the backpack is connected to the Joy-Con somehow. The Joy-Con can measure what's moving inside of it. So even just, you know, regardless of people play it alone or how well it works, like, just the idea of, like, this whole sort of suit can all be operated and measure your body with just, you know, tracking where your eyes go and being plugged into the central backpack part of it, like, and that's just very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the quality of the game itself, which just right. seems like a 
you know, Godzilla, like, robot, like, punch-out sort of thing. But, you know, I think all the games are going to be pretty cheap, kind of mini-game-esque, like, Wii Sports-esque Yeah, games. totally. I think so, too. Where that it's like, oh, this sense. is fun for, like, 30 minutes, and then you never play it again it, until your family comes over for Christmas and you all get drunk and play <laughs> it together. So, so, are you suspecting it's going to be a gimmick, then, already? Like- yeah. I think some of them, like, maybe the sh- like the guns and stuff, or maybe the steering wheel, will be good to play consistently with games, because I know for the Wii, the, like, rifle accessory made it easier to play those games. Uh, but, like, the big elaborate ones, like the piano or whatever the little house is... <laughs> the piano's think, intense. Yeah. Well, I, mm-hmm. I don't think those are gonna, like, I don't think people are gonna consistently be playing those. But then again, it's, I think it's mostly directed for the kids. So I think the kids might keep doing right. it. Or, you know, they just break it after the first week and they have to buy another one. Right. I, I just watched a trailer, um, and it looks really cool. It kind of, but like you said, kind of gimmicky almost, like with the um, AR cards for the DS, where it's like they don't right. have a, it's like, oh, this is cool. There's, you know, a Nintendo character in my room, but it's, there's not much you can do with it after that. What do you guys think about JFK assassination? God damn it, Mark. <laughs> that segue is so smooth. No, just. <laughs> I guess, well, we got our thoughts on Labo. I forgot to give uh, what games I've been playing. I did want to give a mini little update on Kingdom Hearts. I did, I'm like damn near close to 100%ing Kingdom Hearts 1. I, I got all the Keyblades, all the staffs, all the shields, completed Jiminy's journal, fucking beat the hell out of the game. It's It feels great. I, like I don't, And it was all on proud mode, and I got every character to level 100. It was like fucking glorious, and I'm moving on to Rechain of Memories. And god damn it, remembering what that game's all about is it changes the whole combat system to like a card game. So you have to like manage your deck and keep track of all these different cards. And if the enemy has a card that has a higher value than yours, it does a card break and it's like giant pain in the ass and a huge transition of like going from like a smooth, solid combat game where like there's no real like repercussions. You can just like whack shit to death to a game where it's like, you have to be extremely cognizant of every card and every stroke of your sword that you're doing. And it's like a lot of more pressure, especially when it comes to bosses and stuff. And as a perfectionist, I am trying to like 100% this one as well as I go through all of the games on this disc. And the one trophy is, oh, don't, uh, don't die. Essentially. It's basically like, don't use a continue. So I'm like, every time I get killed at a boss, I have to load my game and I lose progress. So that's a pain in the ass. But once I get through it, I'm really looking forward to getting to Kingdom Hearts 2. And I know on Twitter, I've been asking people, like, do you think Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out this year? Nope. And everyone, The poll was like a dramatic no, like by landslide. <laughs> but we had a couple of yeses and it made me feel good. So like, either way, the fact that I'm playing through these and getting the story fresh in my brain, like, I don't know, there is new stuff going on in Chain of Memories. You're in a castle oblivion. It's just kind of bizarre how it's just like all the towns you've been in pro- previously you're constructing with your memories and it's all just a bunch of bullshit i i love the games but like chain of memories didn't need to happen um anyway I, i'll let you hey, in doug. a little insight there doug i know you guys none of the games need to happen kingdom hearts i, know. <laughs> I love hey. it too much though hey doug hey, would you mark. rather would you rather have kingdom hearts 3 or have your car uh all the wheels fall off on the highway which, oh, which would you rather um yeah Kingdom Hearts 3, for sure. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Would a better pick. Would you rather this thing you obviously love? That's probably a better terrible. pick, Doug. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. Um, okay, uh, let's see here. Any other kind of newsy things? I One thing I saw was that Shadow of the Colossus' cha- soundtrack is coming to vinyl for the first time. Hey, Doug, would you rather have Kingdom Hearts 3 
Or would you rather have your computer overheat in the middle of the night and set your house on fire? Both. Man, um, Mark, just these fucking stellar comparisons yeah, here. Yeah, there we go. You just so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as a vinyl addict myself, I just recently got uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, the soundtrack on vinyl, and that's a very nostalgic game for me on Sega Genesis. Why the hell best. do they put that on vinyl? Dude, it's incredible. I don't know. It's one of the most nostalgic games for me, and it's I'm just very I mean, it's, it's on it's, an orange splatter. It looks beautiful. I don't it's know. not a bad game. I'm not saying that. I'm just like, why... On vinyl, and why now? Like that's like it's because, twenty no, years there, later. The reason being is because like there's a cult following for that game. Like people like hail it as like the platformer most people don't re- realize is like godly, and it really is. You got to go replay it. It's so co- cool and innovative for its time. Um, and then also just the resurgence of vinyl in general. Like the fact that like I don't know most people our age are like kind of getting into that. I don't know. It's just really popular these days, and a money a way to get money for them, and a way for other people to tangibly own a piece of music that they love hey doug would you rather have vinyl for the rest of your life or own a rest or own a restaurant that only serves bread i'd rather (laughs) have bread as shoes but no okay um that doug that is an equally terrible answer yeah there we go Well, that's all I got in the news. Anybody else before we wrap this one up? Yeah, I got some stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't yeah, I you. got some stuff to talk about, Doug. The fucking Mickey Rooney of our podcast. <laughs> I know. What is happening? Look. Do you man, actually I have anything down, more? Yeah, I come down to this podcast every day. You know what I see? I see a bunch of people that get all months. these games on Steam, and they don't fucking talk about them, all right? We got, look, oh, looking at Brendan's game library. He bought a thousand games this year. He's only played two. <laughs> it's not of them. true. It's not true. What at the all. hell are we? What the hell's going on? That's a waste of money, dude. Like, like two hundred nine, which is like half of your catalog. What the fuck do you think you're doing, man? Calm down. You're just right, respecting yeah, the medium. One all right. Thing I did have. Look, my ancestors forgot. died for you to have these games. All right. Reese Witherspoon acted in movies for you to have these games, man. There's times I, mean, I wish I could mute Mark. Um, I mean, you can come out of the episode, but uh, Whitney and Tracy here got to deal with it. That's what I mean. That's what I feel the most bad for. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. I have one more news topic, and then we'll do some plugs. Um, the other thing is this game called Lost Sphere. It's published. I'm not sure who it's developed by, but I know that Square Enix is publishing it, and it looks pretty cool. It's very, like, for those fans of, like, the... I don't know, Chrono Trigger, early Final Fantasy, just RPG, classic RPGs, but like in an updated format. Uh, A lot of, I think I read a review and someone said like, story was kind of bland and it felt very just like factory made, which is, I think that's kind of ironic because I think, I forget the exact name of the game developer, but factory's in their title. But long story short, I don't know. It looks really good to me. Is it Squat Factory? Uh, (laughs) let me see. No. What the hell is that? Um, Jesus. Um, anyway, the thing is, it's $50. It's on Switch and PS4, and I can't decide which one I'm gonna get it for. I'd probably get it for Switch if I do. Um, looks really cool. JRPG, right up my alley. I'm sure a couple of our listeners would be into it. I love the watercolor art style. Right? It's, it's very just eye-catching, and I don't know, I, I really like it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Totally. All right, well then, this has been a fun one. Thank you so much for joining us, Tracy and Whitney. I'm sorry Mark just hopped on last minute. Cause hey, hey, come on. <laughs> come on, I bring a lot of light. He's normally podcast. not here. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, Look, let's Doug, hear... Doug, 
I'll just tease. Do you like your market. eggs runny or scrambled? Come on. Uh, I can't eat eggs. Um. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Let's hear about your show, Tracy. And here's your opportunity for some plugs. Uh, all where right. Can our listeners find your show? And well, I'm talking to Tracy, not Mark. Please. Don't, <laughs> don't you fucking lose me every fucking episode, dude. I mean, it's you like probably you can't kick him from the call. It's like you don't even care anymore. Oh, I think Aww. I can drop him from the call. <laughs> Should be able to. Okay. <laughs> Mark, is this okay? Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Very good, Mark. Go <laughs> no, no, go for it. Go for it. You're, you're, hey, you're up. Okay. So, again, my uh, podcast is Paper News Out Loud. You can um, find us on Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts. I think we're pretty much on Podcatchers. I'm not sure. If you search, you might be able to find us. Or um, you can tweet us at Reality Out Loud or follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah. Awesome. And how about you, Whitney? Um, yes, yeah, same deal. Historically Hot, you can find us pretty much anywhere you find iTunes. We're on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, the whole the whole shebang. And uh, so it's Historical Hotties if you're searching for the podcast. If you want to find us on social media, we're pretty much at Historically Hot or historicallyhot.com. Uh, anywhere that we're on social media. So Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, the whole thing. Uh, we're historically hot everywhere else, but the podcast is Historical Hotties. Awesome. And on a scale of one to five, how much fun did you have today? Because I feel bad now. Well, wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> put him on the spot there, Doug. <laughs> Way to end it on a downer note. No, yeah. I'm teasing. I feel like you're leading the witnesses there to give a, a bad ranking of how much oh. fun we had. Yeah, maybe oh, ask him off air in front of I was going to say else. a five and tell you were like, I feel so bad that you were on and it was so miserable. No, no, that's not like, what I don't it was about. Give a five out of one. interpreting me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark, see, this is why we got to stop inviting Doug onto the podcast. Yeah, man. Hey, look, I've been described as the man of the hour many times before. I think I bring a nice, fresh transition into this podcast. So, What is that image you posted in our chat? I don't even It's best not to look at it. It's really best not to look. It's a man painted I was never going to address it. I was like, I, I was just pretending it wasn't there. Okay. Um, and let's, uh, Mark, where can they find you? You can find me in a bunch of different places, actually. I live at uh, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. No, don't give that out, Mark. <laughs> uh, but if you want to find me on the internet, uh, you can find me on www.4chan.org. No, uh, you can no, find me on. Uh, um, you can find me on Instagram. You can just search for Mark Space Choi. That's C H O I. Nope, might. that's also a fake and one. Then, Don't uh, listen to that one. Yeah, no, that's a f- real name. And then uh, on it, on Twitter, you can find me on uh, Mark Leet Hacks Lol, but it's it's not spelled how it sounds. But just go on the uh, the the ABTS page, and you can find who they're following, and just kind of search for me. You'll probably find it. You might find it. I think we God. follow like 500 accounts. So good luck with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm not done yet. I'm not done oh, yet, Doug. Oh sure. You can find me on uh. On uh, Facebook, if you search for Mark Choi, that's my uh, real name. And then uh, I actually, it's kind of funny. I was on the the Almost Better Than Silence page on Facebook, which you should go like. Yeah, we have a fan group now. So we yeah. do. Yeah, you should go like it. And there was this one survey on there, and I reported it to the admins. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that <was> stupid as <laughs> hell. Okay. Um, Jesus. Oh, that's the thing. Uh, Bran, how about you? Ted Kaczynski, Ted Kaczynski makes it less hard and, fo- and cryptic to find him than Mark. 
fucking Jesus. Uh, ABTS Brennan on Twitter. Um, and that's really it. I just this. <laughs> Sorry, that's Whitney fair. and Tracy. This episode was Stop exhausting. apologizing. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Don't you got a fake podcast you could pitch? No, I'm teasing. Um, that's no, I'm just going to do it for drained. us. Yeah, uh, we are findable on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Twitch, uh, ABT Silence. Come hang out in our Twitch streams. We like to go live on Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you again, Tracy and Whitney, Whitney. for joining us. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm out of it. So we got to end the episode now. <laughs> no, we don't. So Wait, one sec. Doug just told me he's going to be streaming mm-hmm. recent. He's going to be streaming soon. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm scrolling through my my Steam library, and I'm actually... He told me the game. I'm just trying to find it. I wish I could ask him, but I don't think he's here anymore. Um, mm-hmm. he's <laughs> yeah, he had to stream- leave early. He's going to be streaming a game called... Um, I believe it's called... There's Poop in My Soup. Yep. It's a uh, ABTS favorite. We talk yeah. about it all the time. Unfortunately, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll I'll be... <laughs> Look, I'll be here whenever you need me to. 